0: Sergeant First Class Christian Hickey is a former Marine who went on to join the Army as an elite Special Forces Green Beret. When war broke out in Ukraine, Hickey felt he had to do something, but fighting wasn't part of his calling. I I wasn't called here to fight. I wasn't
1: called here to shed any blood. I was just called here to tell people about blood that was shed for them a long time ago. So God has prepared me through. I'm 41 now. I turned 41 a couple months ago here in Ukraine. And Before I stepped over, I went through uh, several life experiences through my military career, through my law enforcement career, through my Christian uh, walk with Christ. And uh, that has turned into coming over here as called and to be obedient and to serve God as as any way I can. And that has been through uh, gaining access and placement with Ukrainian soldiers, giving them the tools they need to uh, survive And then giving them Jesus, showing them what makes me tick inside, showing them the faith, just pointing everything that I do through my speech, through my training, through how I uh, communicate. Everything I do points to Christ. And then after our training day, we'll go through and I'll uh, give an invitation and uh, see if anybody wants any part of that. Anyone wants to be introduced to Christ. And that's exactly what I've been doing here for the last going on seven months.
0: That calling led to concern from his superiors over a U.S. National Guardsman working in Ukraine. Nevertheless, God opened the doors for him to go. I'm not here representing uh, the United
1: States military.
0: I'm not here representing my command. I'm
1: not here representing the National Guard. I'm representing as an ambassador of Jesus Christ, and that's exactly who I, what I'm doing here as a missionary in Ukraine.
0: After he arrived, he found the Ukrainian troops in desperate need. These guys don't have medics. They they have like one
1: medic per like a line of like over 100, 150 people on the line.
0: Tactical combat casualty care happens to be one of Christian's specialties. So in
1: 2003, I joined the United States Marine Corps as an O311, which is an infantry marine. And that is the basics infantry of how to do trench warfare, how to do A, B, and C and, and understanding how to close with destroy the enemy by fire maneuver or to repel, repel the enemy assault by fire by fire and coast combat. And so that is the nut and bolts is what's going on here in this war. And then after a little bit of time and seasoning after I got out of the Marine Corps, I decided uh, to become a Green Beret and God blessed me with that and, and was able to uh, earn that tab as a Green Beret, Special Boy, Forces 18 Bravo. And that kind of opened up my mind strategically. How can I, how can I look on the, on the bigger picture? How can I help? and understanding my, uh, everything that I do, third and and fourth order affects everything I do right here on the tactical level. And so those two things have extremely helped me uh, communicate these guys, soldier to soldier, Marine to Marine, to be able to communicate, hey, this is why you need to do eight. There's a a thought process of what you're doing here. There's a reason why why you need to do it this way. And so to be able to communicate that to them clearly, have them understand it, and then uh reveal christ to them how that how that all involves around this has been just an absolutely overwhelming uh, process i stepped into their uh their training facility and they saw me and they knew exactly like this guy is different and they ran up to me and said can you help us can you help us you know seven months ago they were bakers they were bus drivers they were lawyers just giving them the skills to be able to stabilize their brothers to help them get them to a higher level of care. That's mostly what I like to to deal with, is hey, um, here's how you save your brother's life or here's how to, to stay alive if you find yourself injured. My line is Jesus Christ. I didn't ask for this job. I wouldn't, somebody wants to come over here to be a war hero, I don't want to be over here to be known for disobeying orders or anything like that. I just want to be obedient, I want to serve, I want to show people the love of Christ. What that looks like, is whatever God reveals to me on the ground on the tactical level.
0: And the time he's spent with these men on the front lines has given him a deep appreciation for the hardships they face. It's a different kind of war than he was used to. They're absolute heroes. I don't think people understand what these Ukrainian soldiers
1: are actually going through. It's absolutely, it's the most terrifying and scariest thing I've ever dealt with on the front line. Uh, when you cannot see in front of you because they don't have the equipment to, do, to, to be able to do that. And then you have a Russian drone above you who just has freedom of movement to do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and to direct their fire right on top of you.
0: As the war grinds on, Hickey's mission is evolving to meet the need. Just days after the fall of Kherson, With the population running out of food hickey and his team brought a convoy of aid to the rescue
1: we're switching gears a little bit this winter is going to be absolutely tough for the ukrainian people there are going to be elderly folks who i love and i respect who are going to die because they're froze to death inside their home that's what we're going to be here to take them out i'm going to deliver them firewood i'm going to deliver them food all throughout the winter we want to basically be the hands and feet of jesus Uh, There's a very very strong powerful NGOs bought all this food and they don't have the action arm to actually deliver it. We'll take the food and we'll make sure it gets to the right people at the right place at the right time.
0: Reaching the villages around Kherson is especially dangerous since the area is still littered with Russian minefields. So the people are all the more grateful when Hickey and his team risk it all to get to them. But there's one thing these villagers need more than food.
1: Lord, I pray that you protect these people, (coughs) the needs that they need every day, the food, the water, electricity, we want to give the food hand with a Bible and pray, so we just don't want to give food, we actually want to give Jesus, and that food gives us the access and placement to have a conversation about Jesus. And they're
0: eager to show how the Russians brought death and destruction. This building behind me is a school at a little village that we're in right outside of Kherson. The Russians only left here about seven days ago and the people in this village say that they didn't leave all at once and they didn't tell anybody where they were going. Instead, they just sort of slunk away in the middle of the night. And now all that's left are these holes where the Russians parked their tanks right next to this school.
1: Since I've been here, I've done more uh long lines of Green Beret stuff than I have ever done in my military career, which is basically, I'm not carrying a gun, I'm not out here to shed any blood, but I'm out here working with the populace, working alongside them, providing them skills they need, providing them food, providing them water, and help build them up.